Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and as always, we're here to talk about anime with my co-hosts, Alfonso and Ben. Say hello, Alfonso. Hello, hello. How have you been? I've been all right. Um, excited to talk heroes. Excited to talk about my recommendation. You know, it's a little weird that we're starting with the anime podcast first, but, you know, it makes sense since Ben released the anime podcast first, so... It's only fair. Let's see how it goes. I'm yeah. sure it'll be just fine. Ben. <laughs> yeah, a little peek behind the windows there, everyone. We actually record the anime cast before we do the Unchained cast. But I always put the anime cast out first. Even though, yeah. So we're like, oh, hi, everyone. How's your week been? And we're like, an hour later. So I know we asked how your week's been an hour ago, but how's your week been now? An hour later. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, such is life. Uh, well, it's been a fun time with the anime this time. I actually quite enjoyed it, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, first off, some news that we can all use. Hiro Mashima, creator of Fairy Tale and Eden Zero, has officially confirmed that Fairy Tale, the anime, is coming back. In Fairy Tale: The Hundred Year Quest, this is based on a manga that continued after Fairy Tale officially ended. It is written by Hiro Mashima, but he has not been drawing this manga. He's only been writing it. So kind of like Akira Toriyama is essentially writing Dragon Ball Super, but he's not doing the art for it anymore. Alfonso, you're a fan yeah. of Fairy Tale. We're both yes, massive am. fans of Eden Zero, which premiered last month on Netflix exclusively. Please yes. check it out. It's yes. yes. Your thoughts? Uh, Fairy Tale, Hunter Your Quest. I believe there are like eight volumes into it now. So they're pretty far into it. But your thoughts? You mean now? Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I absolutely love Fairy Tale. I go back every once in a while just to recap because. Is one of my fairy um, anime series. So to know that Fairy Tale is coming back, give me, <laughs> give me, <laughs> I need Fairy Tale. It's been so, it's, it's been a while since it ended. And yeah, I, I, I need Fairy Tale. I, I need Fairy Tale. Eden Zero, yes, even though, you know, it's not quite the same, even though I, I feel reminiscent when I watched it, but I need the actual Fairy Tale. So the sooner the better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like you, I absolutely love Fairy Tale. I think about going back and watching it again. I probably will hear very soon, actually. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, my only hope here is that they bring back the voice actors for the English yes. dub, if there is going to be an English dub. It's so hard to adjust to different voices. Yeah. Uh, after you've heard him for so long, the worst for me was the Tenshi Muyo franchise, um, yes. where they had to change Ryoko's voice because they had taken such a long hiatus, and the creator decided to, hey, you know what? I'm going to do some more Tenshi Muyo with the original cast. And it's been like 15 years. <laughs> and she wasn't available to replace the voice. And it was such a disconnect that I just couldn't even bother watching it because it was so hard. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously voice actors get older, you know, we talk about how, how much longer are we going to get the same voice actors for Dragon Ball until Funimation decides, Hey, you know what? Let's reboot Dragon Ball with all new voices. 
yeah. It's hard, you know. It's hard to imagine it. I mean, we've experienced voice actors from other media, like, you know, everybody knows Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill as Batman and the Joker. And uh-huh. obviously we hear their voices differently now, and it's kind of hard sometimes when you're just like, I just want Mark Hamill back as the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want whoever this person is. Um, so that's my only hope for it. Um, obviously, I hope it's good. He's writing it, so I know the writing is going to be there. Um, but it's an anime, so they can get the same studio to do the animation for it, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm super stoked. Ben, any thoughts on Fairy Tale coming back? I never really watched Fairy Tale, so no thoughts. Sorry. You should go watch Fairy Tale right now. <laughs> Isn't that a fan service anime? Fan service? I mean, you can say it's fan service, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's okay. You should still watch it, though. I, I think you'll enjoy it very much. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's really all the big news that happened in the anime world, unless somebody else knows anything. Uh, supposedly, the Dragon Ball movie will be at the New York Comic Con with a trailer, or some information at least. Oh, shit, when is New York Comic Con? November? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, October. October, okay. Um, Well, I think it's needed. I think they need to do something to quell the, I guess, outrage right now for it. Um, Obviously, Everybody now knows that it's going to be a CG movie. Um, and a lot of people obviously aren't very happy about that. Um, even though we've had glimpses of CG in the Brawly movie, um, we even had a little bit of it in Resurrection F as well. Um, I think they need to kind of show something off to kind of get people to see that it's still Dragon Ball, even though the art style is different. But I hope it's a trailer. Or a teaser trailer. I just want to see Pan and Uncle Piccolo, please. Well, good to know. Thank you. Um, we saw, after a long delay, the next episode of Dragon Ball Heroes came out. <sighs> I don't even remember what happened the last episode, but we can just get into this one. Um, stuff happened. Rose existed. Stuff happened. <laughs> Yes, Super Saiyan 3 Rose was fighting uh, Ultra Instinct Goku. Um, Ultra Instinct Goku uh, punched Rose in the face and shattered his mask, but somehow he kept a piece of it still attached, and we found out that the mask is the thing that's providing him his incredible power. Um, But as he punched him, he sent him into a building, which obviously got demolished. But then Goku lost his... Ultra Instinct form, and they didn't really give us an explanation why, but he lost it. And Vegeta showed up, and we noticed that Rose was collecting some sort of power from the planet. I think it's like some evil energy or something. I didn't really negative energy. It. it looked a bit like Omega Shenron. <laughs> negative energy. Okay. Um, and how he's Omega absorbing Shenron this power. did it in in GT. Mm-hmm. Well, as he's absorbing this power, Vegeta, in his 
three-letter word transformation that I don't even want to know what it is anymore. I'm just going to call it Sparkle Vegeta. I don't care what anybody else <laughs> says. Uh, attacks Rose, um, gets a few hits in that Rose blocks, and then Rose essentially knocks him out in one hit. Um, and as he does that, out of nowhere, here comes the Golden Brothers of Cooler and Frieza to apparently save the day. <laughs> or try to, at least. Um, they attack Rose, and Rose, instead of attacking them, throws a scroll out into the world. And out of the scroll, for whatever reason that I don't understand, out comes Omega Shenron. Not just Omega Shenron, Majin Omega Shenron. <laughs> With the M, controlled by Bobbity, who hasn't even appeared yet. Confusion ensues in my mind. Um, Omega Shenron shows up. He blasts them with his negative energy. It's a negative energy ball, right? Is that what he calls it? I think so, yes. I think that's what he calls it. Yeah. Yeah. And he takes both of them out instantly. And then out of nowhere, here comes Cumber, who's pissed off and just wants to fight Omega Shenron. Majin Omega Shenron. They start fighting, and uh, the moment they start fighting, I'm sitting here wondering, Zach, doesn't Cumber have a power where everything he touches gets like corrupted and destroyed? So how come he's not using this power anymore? Uh, but during this fight, um, I don't know the other guy's name anymore. That that's been helping Goku. What's Hots. his name? Hearts. 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 There you go. Hearts shows up and tells him, "We'll take care of this. You have your own fight to do." Um, at this point, Vegeta comes back up, all beat up and shit, and they start talking about fusing again. Uh, my favorite part about this moment is Goku is like, if we don't fuse, Goten, Chi-Chi, Bulma, and Trunks are all going to die. And he apparently doesn't think Gohan is his son anymore, because really Piccolo is <laughs> Gohan's <laughs> Piccolo is the real daddy here, not Goku. <laughs> uh, or Pat for that matter he doesn't even care about his granddaughter but um, at this time uh, Cooler and Frieza once again try to attack Rose and again get knocked out with a single attack um, so they go down and then out of nowhere here comes Gogeta Boo because they decided to fuse after Vegeta once again has said no I don't ever want to do it and then ends up doing it um, I don't want to say he beat him in a single hit, but it was technically a single hit because Rose couldn't really do anything. We found out that every time Rose gets hit, um, he heals himself right away. Um, yeah, by draining the energy of the planet. Yeah, but apparently, well, the universe Gogeta actually... Blue, yeah, Gogeta Blue was hitting him so fast and hard that his body couldn't keep up with the healing. Um. And eventually, he essentially punched him so hard in the face, he shattered the mask, which was pretty much just like a piece of thing stuck on his head at this point. Um, he shattered it, and as he shattered it, uh, Rose disintegrated and died. Uh, I don't know what happened to Majin Omega Shenron, because Cumber comes back with hearts, and they're kind of just standing there, and then out of nowhere, Goku disappears. And he, oh uh, no, somebody appears with the Dragon Balls, a uh, hooded figure, 
Um, and Goku's like, oh, you got the Dragon Balls for us. And then as the Dragon Balls activate, Goku appears in front of the, the big tree, the great tree, whatever that tree is. Um, and the one-winged angel Fu is there. <laughs> not only is it Fu, but Fu is also a child. And Goku's like, the shit is going on. And I'm like, where is the big long sword? I need this right now with the silver hair. It's cloud I mean, going to show up. I will say, <laughs> I won't be shocked if he doesn't have a if, I would be shocked if he doesn't have a sword because Fu does use a sword in Xenoverse. Well, it better be a very long 30-foot sword. I mean, it's, it's a pretty... I mean, if it's the same size as adult sword, maybe it will be. Like, it won't be that long normally, but because he's such, he's a child, he'll be that big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that was the episode. Ben, your thoughts? Anything else um, you want to add? It's kind of cool. It wasn't the best, but it's super. It's it's about what I expect for heroes. So yeah, yeah. I didn't think I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> your thoughts on the questions I raised? Why is Omega Shenron there? Why is Majin why is Omega, Omega Shenron, Shenron there? Okay, okay, I can answer <laughs> all those questions. Hey, why do I think Omega Shenron is there? To sell trading cards. Now, yes. why do you think Omega Shenron disappeared? Because they just got their trading card and therefore they don't need him anymore. Um, why Goku is away? I feel like they that was the, they wished him out of that dimension with the Dragon Balls. Why is he there? Because oh, that's why, why just he... Goku? Why not Vegeta as well? Because plot. <laughs> maybe Vegeta did get washed, uh, wished away, but he's in a different part of the world. Universe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, and trading cards. Remember, all of and this trading. is... It's, I joke, but all of this is to sell cards in Japan for the video game. So remember that this is literally just an advertisement show. So anything that seemed weird in our plate is to sell cards. So no, you're fine. Yeah, Alfonso, your thoughts yeah. on this episode? There's a lot going on with these fights. Just, just <laughs> to me, it was too much. I'm never coming back, which I have no reason why, especially. Majin Omega, that made no sense. Was not expecting this at all. So that threw me for a loop. Um, Cumbra actually helping, that also threw me for a loop. I understand him wanting to fight people, but to see him team up with hearts, yeah, that, I, I don't know. Um, Gogeta in this new form, I guess, whatever it's called, after he turned uh, blue. Super Saiyan Blue Evolved, I think it's called. Oh God, yeah, they they need to they need to work on these names because these names just get more confusing each time they achieve new powers and new forms. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't like that he one shot uh black. I understand, yeah, it's Gogeta. Okay, yes, it's Gogeta, but still, I would I would like Black to put up more of a fight. Obviously, he did it. Um, it 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 is, it is what it is. It, it is okay. I, okay. An okay episode. That's, that's all I gotta say. 
By the way, I'm once again, Frieza. Oh, sorry, Cam. Frieza and Cooler disappointment because they didn't really do much. Golden Brothers suck in this episode. <laughs> sorry, Gary. <laughs> Everybody yeah, so. sucks in this show, dude. What are you talking about? Everybody gets one shot in. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Goku uses Ultra Instinct, all of a sudden he does one move and all of a sudden he loses it. I thought he mastered this shit already. <laughs> By the way, I posted a picture of Fu with his sword in, in, in our Discord. If anyone has, has Googled it and wants to know what his sword looks like. That's I mean, it's not Sephiroth's sword, but... It will be Sephiroth's sword in the tiny hand like he has. That's what I mean. So. <laughs> if, if it's the same size in his tiny hands... It will be. Uh, it has buttons uh, as well, so I don't know if, there's, if it does anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got Omega Shenron, and the, the hearts explain that, oh, you fought him in a different universe, so GT is now a different universe. Um, and that's fine and all. You know, I like Omega Shenron. I think he was one of the better villains in GT. But... Why Why the Majin symbol? Why is he Majin Omega Shenron? That's what I'm really confused about. <laughs> well, it's because um, it's the demon symbol. And Fu is a demon. That's why. But he has to use the exact same Majin symbol? I mean, they all use it. Doesn't make any sense, though. Tower uses it. Mira uses it. So, of course, Fu uses it. That's dumb. Omega Shenron's not a demon, though. No, but he's stamped with the demon mark by Fu. So Fu a... gave Rose his mask? Probably, yeah. That's duty. We'll find out, I guess. Maybe. We never find out anything in the show. But anyways, no new manga episode issue yet that's later on so let's get into the anime shall we yes yes everybody okay yep yeah let's do it yeah all righty record of ragnarok this is alfonso's recommendation and boy um i have never loved and hated <laughs> an anime at the same time as much as i did this one <laughs> <laughs> but I did. Yeah. Uh, it's a very strong love hate relationship with this anime. But I, like I said, I, I enjoyed it very much. And I'll explain why uh, as we talk about it. Um, but yes, Record of Ragnarok is a story about gods, all the gods Norse gods, Greek gods, Hindu gods, Egyptian gods. All the gods exist. And apparently Christian gods, too, even though we don't actually see whatever we perceive as God to be. Um, or even Lucifer, for that matter. We don't see him either. Um, or any of the angels. So, But we, we, we get a character that kind of represents that whole story. But anyways, they are they, they have a vote whether to save or destroy humanity because humanity has slowly and surely destroying the planet and committing atrocities. Um, and they vote to destroy it. But in comes a Valkyrie, whose name I can never pronounce. 
Yeah, those Vakur um, names are crazy hard to, to, to pronounce. They're Norse names, so yes, they are very hard. Uh, Runhilda? Runhilda, yeah, something like that. Runhilda. Yeah, she proposes from a book of constitution, a constitutional book for gods, um, to let humanity fight for their survival. So a battle of humans versus gods, and it's called Ragnarok. So this is what Ragnarok is in this story. Obviously, we know Ragnarok as the end of the world uh, from Norse mythology. Um, and Zeus, who is apparently the most, I don't want to say he's the most powerful god, but he's essentially the leader of the gods, and everybody looks to him to lead them. And we later found out that he's the creator of the cosmos. Um, they gave him a stupid name for it, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam something wasn't it? No, it wasn't Adams. No, no, no. They gave him a nickname oh, that was for it. It's like, yeah. uh, they gave him a name for it. I don't know what it is. I don't remember it. All I know is, um, from he, watching it, he reminded me of wife Master Roshi was the god of creation. Dude, he is Master Roshi. What are you talking about? That is literally <laughs> the character. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he loves the idea so much, he says, let's do it without a vote. Mm-hmm. And we instantly jump right into the first battle. So there's this giant coliseum, um, and humans are supposed to fight gods. Now, before this all happened, I was under the impression that we're going to get some story of, like, Renhilda, or again, I can't pronounce her name, going to recruit humans... Yeah. Fight. We have them now. Yes, we just instantly have them. And they can be any human from any part of history. So mm-hmm. it can be a dead human, it can be a human who's alive right now. Clearly, there's no human alive right now that even matters in this story. <laughs> so we all get historical figures. And they are historical figures, real life historical figures. Um so yeah, our first fight. We go oh. straight into it. Yeah, go ahead, Ben. You say real life historical figures, but I question that with, you know, the second fight. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> no proof of the second person, but still a technically historical figure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, the first fight we have, it, it kicks off right away with a bang. Like, we get Thor. Sexy man yeah. Thor with luscious red hair, a hammer bigger than the building, and like 32 abs. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. This is the Thor that people man. wanted for God of War. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the Thor people wish Chris Hemsworth was like, too. <laughs> Not to mention Black Hand, but we'll get into that. Uh huh. And I will say that he's please... fighting for the gods. And his mm-hmm. opponent, uh, chosen by the Valkyrie, is mm-hmm. Lu Bu. Yes! Who, if people don't know who Lu Bu is, go do some history. He's one of the most huh. feared and most powerful freaking fighters slash generals in the Three Kingdoms of China. You say history, uh, I was like, go play Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, you can go play Dynasty Warriors. He appears in the second level and go try to fight him. You'll die. 
yes. can't win. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but historically, he was very feared. He was very powerful. Um, he had he had a lot of bodies to his name. Um, mm-hmm. But that is who she picks to fight. Don't so forget his annoying entourage. His annoying, his entire army is with him. <laughs> One guy is apparently so in love with him, his second in command, that he cries every time he mentions his name. <laughs> and along with other generals that served with Lu Bu as well. Um, so the fight is weird because as the fight begins, we don't really see a fight. We see more of a single a attack. Yeah. So at first it was a standoff. Yeah, it's a big long standoff. As they both wait for the other one to attack or something like that. Well, they're both known um, for their ability to one shot the opponent. So they were mm-hmm. both sat waiting to one shot each other. But being the fact that they both one shot each other, they kind of weren't attacking because they were both waiting for the other person to do their attack, which just let them stand in there. Just let them stand. Um, yeah. So eventually, I think it's Wu Bu who makes the first move, if I remember correctly. Um, he attacks, and Thor blocks the attack with his hammer. And as this happens, we get a flashback of who was no, it? I, I it think it was the other way around. It was for the. Lubu made four attack. Lubu blocked Thor's hammer, and everyone was shocked because Thor's hammer was magical, and no humans should be able to block it. Yes, and then okay, yeah, you're right. And then this is when Zeus realized what was happening, um, and we get the flashback from the Valkyrie uh, about why Lubu was able to block Thor's attack because we. Zeus pretty much explained that there's no way that Lubu should ever be able to even be in the same area or even in the same room as Thor because the attack would have decimated him completely and his weapon. Um, and we found out that the reason for this is because the gods don't actually have powers of their own, in a way. Uh, their powers come from their weapons. Uh, mystical artifacts. I believe is what they call them. Um, and that's how they gain these crazy powers. Um, and we found out that the Valkyrie called her, the 13 other Valkyries, or 12 at this point, because there's uh, the 13th Valkyrie is with her. It's a little girl. Um, to come help. And we found out that the Valkyries essentially transformed themselves into the weapons. Um they create a bond with the person that is going to wield them, and it takes the form of whatever weapon they want to essentially suit them in the battle. Um, so, yeah. That's how he was able to block the attack. Um, but after the block, um, Thor decides he's going to... I think it... No. Wu Bu counterattacks him, doesn't he? Yeah, he Lu blocks the attack. Yeah. Yeah. Then Wu Bu counters and cuts, cuts his chest. Yeah. Yeah, cuts Thor oh. right across the chest. It's a big old fucking slash, and everybody's oh, no. like in shock. What the fuck just happened? 
Except um, uh, included that for fanboy. <laughs> Thor fanboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one Thor the has a like yeah. He has a little fanboy, and he's constantly screaming and bickering with Thor's or with Lubu's army in the background. Um, so Thor decides to do like some super powerful move where he yes. grabs the hammer by both hands and he bends his body completely backwards, but he never lets the hammer hit the ground. Um, and then we get a flashback of Thor, and we found out that, and I love these flashbacks, by the way. Yes. I think the, the art yes. style is fantastic. It's like old school, like, just, it's like a visual novel, essentially. Um, but, yeah, we get a flashback of uh, the giants attacking, um, it wasn't, was it Valhalla that they were attacking? I thought it was. I thought it was um, Asgard. Okay. Um, well, they're attacking a, a city, um, and people thought they'd be protected by the guardian angels, uh, who are essentially just angels flying around uh, with swords and shit. Um, but the giants, uh, they usually attack one at a time, but this time they all attacked at once. Like sixty-three of them, I believe they said. Um. They all attacked at once, and they completely overwhelmed everybody. They start killing everybody, and then they get to the gates of the castle, and Thor walks out, and he kills everybody. <laughs> um, instantly, pretty much. And he did it with this move that he's charging up to hit Lubu with. Um, so that was a cool little backstory. Um, and everybody's all afraid, and then this is also the first time we hear Odin talk because Odin is there and he's got two birds on him. They're essentially the good and bad bird. Uh, we know Odin likes to watch and communicate through ravens um, from mythology. So they added that in here. Um, and he's like, finish it, Thor. And Thor tries. He hits Wubu with the light. Does he hit Wubu with the move? Wow, I can't believe I forgot this fight already. I think he ducked it. No, 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 no. Wait. It it passes him, and it turns around to come back to him in the back, and I think he jumps over it, or I think, is either he jumped over it, or he well, used no, a staff to no, block it. I don't remember. No. No, that, uh, that was later. That's later. Oh. The first move, okay. I think it hits him, but somehow he blocks it with the spear, because you find out the spear is, like, really strong. Is that what happens? I think. So he blocks it again. Yeah. I'm about to watch this right now and I'll explain better. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that part where he throws the hammer, hammer comes back, and because mm -hmm. he bends over Matrix style to dodge the first hammer, then he goes to charge Lubu, I mean, four, and then the hammer comes back. And then he jumps on the hammer and parries, like, doesn't parry it, but moves in the opposite way that the hammer does so that he could avoid it. Like, uh, he uses a sphere to, like, rotate the clock anti-clockwise versus hammers clockwise. And then he dodges this, the hammer that way. And then Thor grabs the hammer. And then you find out that that wasn't his special move. That was just Thor getting ready for the special move. 
and then he Hulk smashes the ground with the hammer. No, no. So I was right. No, Wu Boo did the first attack. He jumped up he? and he tried to hit Thor with like a jumping move, right. and Thor was able to block it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So no. Okay. So that's what happened. So Wu Boo blocked it, or Thor blocked it, and then he did the charging move. Uh, and then as you went to strike uh, Wu Boo with it, it created a massive explosion in the arena, and everybody thought, "Oh shit!" You know, he killed him. And that's through the smoke, Wubu pushes the hammer out of the way, and that's when he cuts Thor. Ah, okay. So we had it, we just had it a little backwards. <laughs> um, so, after that, Wubu then goes on a counterattack, and he's able to knock Thor's hammer out of his hand. Um, and then he attacks... Thor, who's wearing these gauntlets, and as he hits them, that's where we find out that Thor has to wear the gauntlets in order to use the hammer because the hammer is so powerful, it'll essentially destroy anybody who holds it. Um, so he has to wear the gauntlets in order to wield it. Um, and the spear that Wubu is using uh, is a spear that can also destroy armor. So Wubu strikes Thor with it. Thor blocks it with his gauntlet, with his black gauntlet, and it shatters. Um, and then we're like, oh shit, Wubu's going to win this thing. And we got a flashback of Wubu somewhere in between that about how he needs to be the strongest. Uh, since he was a child, he went and he fought a whole bunch of soldiers and generals and all this other stuff. Like, it's just a quick little flashback of him essentially trying to become the strongest until he realized there was nobody stronger than him. He's the last one. Um, and I believe it's at that point, um, after that flashback, where right as Wu Bu is about to get the victory here, everybody's all cheering, humanity's cheering. And this is another thing I love. They have like historical figures in the audience <laughs> um, like Michelangelo, Mozart, they're all there, and they show them conveniently when things happen to show them. Um, but either way, they have these people there. Um, they're cheering on for for humanity, and out of nowhere, Thor removes the other gauntlet from his or the other glove from his arm, and it's because Thor's hammer starts melting, I guess you can say, steaming. And we find out that Thor's hammer is actually alive. And it's a weird mass of goo that's inside it. I um, would think of it as veins, because they said it had a heart. Well, it sounded like a heartbeat, um, yeah. is what they said. Um, and Thor says, you finally decided to awaken. And apparently Zeus knows about this. And Zeus already calls the fight right there and then. Um, and what we found out is Thor was wearing the gauntlets not to protect himself, but to protect the hammer, because the hammer is alive, and Thor himself is so powerful that he would destroy the hammer before it had a chance to be born. 
So he wore the gauntlets in order to subdue his own strength, essentially, to not destroy um, Neumare. Um So as it awakens, he picks up the hammer, and he's about to do his ultimate move. And it is the move he used to essentially kill the, the, the main frost giant. I don't remember what his name is. And this is the movie you guys were talking about where he throws the hammer. Um, so he charges it up. He chucks it at Lubu. Um, Lubu is able to dodge it by essentially, you know, going back down on his back. It flies up into the stands, almost killing everybody there. Uh, Lubu counterattacks, runs and jumps at him, only for the hammer to come back at Lubu because it's coming back to Thor. Um, and right as Ubu's about to get the hitting, the killing blow on Thor, the hammer comes up behind him, so he's forced to essentially dodge it. Uh, he stabs the hammer as it's spinning, uh, jumps back, um, behind it. Uh, the hammer is coming at Thor. Uh, Thor catches it as Ubu once again goes in for a hit. But what he doesn't realize is this was Thor's plan. Because in order to do the move, Thor needs momentum. And this is how he gets it. Um, with the hammer flying and coming back to him, he builds that momentum to catch it, swing it around, and then smash his opponent right in the head. Um, Lubu doesn't know this. As he goes in, uh, Thor is able to smash right where Lubu is. And there's a whole bunch of smoke, a massive explosion, and we see that Lubu was able to block the attack, um, but not without consequence. As Lubu blocks the attack, the force of it was so powerful that it broke both of his legs. <laughs> Lubu goes down. Uh, but his trusty steed, the red hair, comes to his aid. Um, even though it's against the rules, Zeus essentially allows it because he considers that the horse now becomes his legs, so it's okay. And he's having fun with it. He's well, loving this fight. He's loving watching it. And we forgot mentioning that. Mm -hmm. By the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why does the announcer remind me of Doctor Doom all the time? <laughs> the, announcer, the announcer i believe is heimdall the the guy who protects the 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 he's gate doctor doom he's dr doom okay i'm sorry but he looks like dr doom <laughs> um so Lubu gets on the horse and thor is happy about this he's excited he's gotten his blood flowing Somebody survived his most powerful attack. Um, and during this time, we get another flashback. As Lubu's riding the, the red hair around Thor, we get a flashback of Lubu essentially practicing the most powerful move he can come up with. And all he does is just swing his spear or his helmet over and over, and he goes through like thousands and thousands of spears. We see this massive pile of broken spears. At the sky. Well, yeah, he's swinging it at the sky. Yeah. And essentially what he's trying to do is create the ultimate move. 
and mm-hmm. eventually he masters it. And as he swings, he swings hard enough, he essentially parts the clouds in the sky, and you know it stops raining and all that. And it's a secret technique. It's a super powerful technique, um, like Heaven Slasher or something. I actually don't remember what it's called. Um, but he grabs the spear by the tip of it at the back, the the hilt, and he just swings it down. And this is the move he's about to hit Thor with. Thor, unfortunately, throws his hammer again. He does the exact same move. Um, the hammer comes back, and as Wu Bu strikes him with his move, with his ultimate technique, Thor, of course, counters with his move. Um, and unfortunately, Thor's hammer proves to be the more powerful weapon and ability. Uh, it shatters Wubu's spear, spear, and we see the Valkyrie take her normal form and fall, essentially dying. During this attack, Wubu's left arm is completely destroyed. It's gone. His right one is essentially useless. So Wubu bites off his own arm and rips it off. Um, cause he's crazy, but he knows that he's lost in this fight. Um, he charges at Thor with his razor sharp fang teeth, trying to kind of get the win like that, even though he knows it's not going to happen. And Thor essentially just decapitates him with his hammer, killing him. Um, Wubu loses the first fight. Um, and I forgot to mention this. The fight is, I think, best out of 13. So if the gods win seven fights, they get to destroy humanity. If humans win seven fights, then they get to live for another 2,000 years. Yep. Um, so this is the first loss to the humans. Thor defeats Wubu. Um, and as he's essentially leaving the arena... Uh, his entire army decides that they're gonna go with him. Um, so also, Thor essentially kills. One thing you have missed is um, they, the army that least Lubu also mentions the fact that if both Thor and Lubu was on out at the same time in life, they would have been uh-huh. comrades. Oh yeah, probably. Or eternal rival like Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> it's true. You're right. Um, so they all go after Thor, and obviously they're not going to win. Uh, so he essentially kills everybody. And what we found out is once you die, once your spirit is dead, I should say, um, it's gone for good. It shatters into glass and dust, and it's gone forever. And we also found out this also happens to the Valkyries. If they essentially link themselves with their wielders. So, because Wubu lost, that Valkyrie is now dead. Yeah. Um, Which is sad. Um, We also found out during this time that Zeus and um, who's his right-hand guy? Oh, God. Uh, Man. What is his name? Hermes? Is it Hermes? Yeah, it is Hermes. It is yeah. Hermes, yeah. It is Hermes, yeah. Um, 
when they deduced that, you know, the, the whole point of the Valkyries, right, is uh, to prepare for a massive war and to gather the greatest warriors that have died on Earth, take them to Valhalla to prepare for what we know as Ragnarok. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. that's different here. Um, but what they've always assumed, well, not always, they always thought that maybe the Valkyries were recruiting warriors in order to overthrow the gods. Um, and that's essentially kind of like what the story they're going with here is that this whole fight is the Valkyries way of mutiny and overthrowing the gods. Mm -hmm. Um, And Zeus decides, Hey, if that's the case, we're gonna have to defend ourselves because we, our lives are on the line too here. Um, so yeah, the next fight is a very interesting one. Oh I actually love the next fight because it goes straight into the second fight. Like there's no in between or nothing. Yeah, I love this oh. fight too. But the beginning is the most cringiest thing I ever seen in anime so far. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sorry. That was bad shit cringe. Oh. <laughs> um. So the next fight is supposed to be um, one of the Hindu gods. I don't remember his name. He's the guy with like the, the six arms or the four arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's supposed to be in the next fight. But something changes. We're introduced to the next human fighter. And the next human fighter is the one who hates gods the most. Mm-hmm. He despises yeah. them in every way, shape, and form. And he's this essentially the, the best person... This fight questions that? your realism part of the heroes. Yes. Um, so the next <laughs> human fighter is Adam, the firstborn man. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. first created man. Um, mm-hmm. And he appears on a giant rock pedestal with a bunch of animals, elephants and giraffes and stuff. Um he jumps down from this pedestal. He's butt naked. He just has a leaf on his pee-pee that covers his penis. Um, he's eating an apple that he calls mm-hmm. bitter. And he, he just kind of stands there. He's very emotionless. Yeah. Uh, but you know who voices him. Who voices him? Please tell Carrier. me. Carrier. Carrier from your recommendation. Oh, nice. Yes. That's why I love this fight so much. <laughs> um... But as he's about to fight this Hindu god, out of nowhere, here comes uh, um, Shiva. Hermes. I think it was. Well, she, there Shiva's. Yeah. Name. All right. Well, then it Shiva is. it is. Yeah. He was going to fight Shiva. Okay. Yeah. 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 Who's a male in this story, I'm guessing. Um, unless I'm not seeing something there. Um, here comes Hermes, and he's playing a violin, and everybody's confused. And we find out that the second contestant is actually Zeus. Um, the god of gods. He's essentially the leader in the god world. Um, and this is surprising because Zeus was supposed to be the last fighter in this tournament. They had like a list of fighters that they got and who's going to fight who. Um Zeus was supposed to be the last one. And we get a little scene uh, of Shiva getting ready for the fight. And Zeus appears behind him and he's like, I'm going to take this fight. 
And he's like, hell no. And then he's like, I'm going to take this fight. And he's like, no way. And then we see Zeus is terrifying in this moment. I think he's fucking terrifying in this moment. Yeah, um, especially when he sh- when he actually showed his eyes. Yeah, they did a phenomenal job with Zeus in this anime and showing how terrifying he can be. So he puts his arm on Shiva and he just goes down right on one knee. And he's like still happy about it. He's like, I'm going to do this fight. <laughs> and then Which Shiva's is like, weird because in the first episode, he looks so thick. You know, with the, the coffin and all that. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, maybe Zeus is not this, you know, beat up as I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he threatens to fight Zeus, and Zeus is just standing there, and then both of his eyes start glowing. And he uh-huh. just looks terrifying, man, like super terrifying. Um, and Hermes is like, ooh, this is going to be fun. And that fun doesn't happen because Shiva is like, okay, fine, but you owe me one. So Zeus goes in, and he has the most ridiculous introduction yes. ever. Oh, God. <laughs> Hermes is playing one of Mozart's most known yep. um, pieces, and Zeus is dancing to it and shit, and we see him turn into Master Roshi. He's an old guy who's a pervert. We see he's mm-hmm. a pervert. Mm-hmm. Um, but And he just gets buff, like... Master Roshi style. He makes himself super buff. Um, so he's all huge and mighty, and everybody's like all super excited, the god of the cosmos. Yeah. And Odin, once again, I feel is the most interesting character here because Odin shows no emotion in any of these fights. Um, so I'm really excited to see what happens with Odin down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Zeus is there. Everybody's like, if Zeus is like, the, the Valkyries are terrified. It's like, holy shit, Zeus is ridiculous. He's super powerful. Um, and Zeus tells Adam, hey, do the thing where you get the weapon. And he does. He gets his weapon, and Adam's weapon is brass knuckles. You're like, okay, what the fuck is that? Brass knuckles, really? Yeah, so, now when I saw this, like, <laughs> I saw him, like, here's this skinny dude. We're brass knucks. Well, like obviously, okay, brass knucks hurts. But I get Zeus with this thick seat that I was not expecting. I was like, there's no way he's winning this. He has to have something up his ass to pull this off. Cause like there is no way he's taking on Zeus with brass knucks. That's what I was thinking. And I was curious of what yeah, was actually going we're, to happen. We're shown yeah. that Zeus is the most powerful, you know, everybody is afraid of Zeus. Yes. Um, so I was like, how is this fight gonna go, you know? So yeah, he gets brass knuckles, and it's Zeus's turn to get his weapon, and he's like, well, I'm just going to use my fist. And Adam's like, are you sure? Zeus is like, of course. And he's like, well, your funeral, essentially. Um, uh-huh. So the fight starts. And Zeus, he attacks him with this punch that's supposed to be faster than the speed of light. 0.01 seconds is how fast Zeus can punch somebody. Adam dodges it. And it was like, what the shit? He just dodged Zeus. And he does it again. And again and again. And then Zeus does his some special ability, like lightning fist or whatever the hell it was yeah. called. Yeah. Um, and he's attacking so fast, it's like 0. .000001 seconds. That's how fast the, the, the actual hit is. That's how fast he's uh-huh. moving. Adam dodges everything. And Zeus is like, what the hell is going on? And out of nowhere, 
Adam does the move. He punches Zeus right in the face. And he does it again and again. And then he literally copies the move that Zeus just used on him and just wails on his ass. Zeus is like, what the hell just happened? You know? And then he tries to do a kick. Zeus does some super fast lightning axe kick. Adam again dodges it and counters with the exact same kick, kicking Zeus right in the leg, like crippling his ass. Yeah. And this is where we find out what Adam's special ability is, essentially. Because Adam was created in the image of man or in the image of God. His ability is essentially the ability to mimic any god. Uh, yeah. And he uses it with his eyes. So he copies them. It's like a mirror effect. Everything he sees, he copies, and then he replicates. So if they're attacking him at super lightning fast speed, he can dodge at super lightning fast speed. Um, it's a very cool thing. Like, I really enjoyed how they did it. Um, yep. He counters. And... Everybody's like, holy shit. And then, you know, the Valkyrie's like, we might actually have a chance with this ability. This is amazing. So Zeus decides he's going to do the move that he was almost killed with by his father, Kronos. And we get a small little flashback of when Uh Zeus fought Kronos. And during the entire Uh fight, Kronos, a titan, Zeus's father, um, couldn't land a single hit on Zeus. Zeus just wailed on him until he did one move. And that one move hit Zeus so hard, he thought he would die. Like, it shattered his face, broke his teeth. Um, and Zeus didn't even see it coming. That's how fast it was. Um, so he's about to do the same move on Adam. And he's like, okay, try to dodge his... At this point, Zeus already understands what his ability is. That he's able to mimic those attacks. And as he's charging up this move, he goes in for the hit... And it's so fast that nobody sees it. At this point, Ares, the god of war, uh, Zeus's son, sits in his chair. And he, they start talking, him and Hermes start talking about the fight and how everything is so fast they don't understand what's really going on. At this point, Ares is able to follow everything his father does. But this move, he can't see at all. Nobody can see it. It's so fast. But as it happens, out of nowhere, the hit lands and there's a bunch of smoke. And when the smoke clears, Zeus's head is behind his head, <laughs> completely yeah. twisted, and uh-huh. we see that Adam copied the move right there on the spot and countered it and hit Zeus before Zeus can hit him with it. Zeus crumbles down, and we think Zeus is out and done. Everybody's in shock. Everybody's like, what the shit is going on? Yeah. Um, and at this point, Loki appears as well. Um, Loki sits next to Thor, and they're all, like, in shock and, and stuff. Everything is, like, crazy going on. Everybody thinks Zeus is dead. Um, and as the announcer is about to reveal or announce that the winner is Adam, Zeus grabs the announcer's head with his massive fingers and stops him from talking. Um, puts his head back on the way it should be. Um... But he's obviously very hurt, very drained, very damaged. Um, but he is about to use a move that he never uses because it's so powerful. And because he can't sustain the form. And the, the form, it, he starts doing weird shit, contorting his body. People are freaking yes. out. 
Yeah. And essentially, what it is, he just becomes skinnier and smaller with a creepy-ass smile on his head or on his face. Uh-huh. And it's so powerful that, for some reason, the way I understood it is his, the power has to be contained in his body, but like he's steaming from it, yeah. so he can't contain it. Otherwise, it'll destroy him. Yeah. Um, but the form is called Adama. Um, and Adama becomes important in the next fight. Um, but in this form, like everything is super powerful, super fast. He can destroy a whole planet with a single punch in this form, essentially. Um, so at this point, he attacks Adam, but Adam counters again. He's able to mimic the form. And again, everybody's in shock. Like, Zeus can't do anything because Adam is just countering everything. But it's at this point that the Valkyrie realizes what's happening. Zeus knows he's never going to land a hit on Adam. And he knows that Adam is going to mimic exactly what he's doing with his ability. And essentially what's happening is every time Adam counters and uses his ability while Zeus is in his Adama form, it's doing the same amount of damage to his body that is doing to Zeus's where he's steaming. It's killing him from the inside. Yeah. Um, Loki knows this and he uses the example as the wine glasses fill the mm-hmm. wine and whatever spills first is the one who's going to go down. Yeah. And uh, Hermes comes out and he says, you know, he would have won this fight if he was, you know, at full strength, Zeus. Um, he just would have outlasted him. But because he's hurt, he only has maybe five minutes he can spend in this form as opposed to 13 minutes, which is the normal time that he can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially it becomes a, a fight of who's going to outlast who. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point is where we get the backstory of Adam. Um, no, not... I think it was before that we got the backstory. Yes, yeah, so it was before that. Yeah. Yeah, it was before, because yeah. when he transformed, that's the first time Adam went into a defensive stand. Stance. And Zeus asked him why he hates God so much. And we got the backstory. Um, yeah. And it's the backstory we know, to a, a degree. Um, Adam was living happily in the Garden of Eden. Um... Eve was there with him. Um, They're all happy. And then, you know, the snake appeared. And the snake in this is an actual character. (laughs) Yeah. Which I thought was great. Um, We find out that the snake wanted to essentially rape Eve. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, She fought him off um, and got away from him. So the snake took an apple bit into it, and framed Eve for it. So Eve will be punished for it in the court of the gods. And it's a court where everybody's a god, so nobody believes humans, so her conviction rate was 99.99% guaranteed. Um, she was going to be convicted because of his testimony, the snakes. He even had, you know, oh, this is the apple she bit into. At this point, Adam appears with two baskets full of the forbidden fruit, the apple. Uh, And as he's walking up to the podium, he's biting every single one of these fruits and spitting it out, 
essentially spitting in the face of all the gods. Um, tells Eve to go with him. They're leaving. Um, the snake is pissed off. Attacks them. Uh, Adam, of course, mimics the snake's ability, which is like super long claws and stuff like that. And counterattacks and rip tears the snake apart. Like cuts his arms yep. in like six pieces, cuts his legs in like six pieces, and he's just sitting there dying, bleeding to death. And they leave. Yeah. Um, and pretty much Adam tells Zeus that he's fighting for his children. Um, and obviously everybody's his children. Every single person is his child. Humanity came from him. He was the first man. And we see Cain and Abel there. <laughs> They're there. You know, Eve shows up during the this this fight. Um, Cain and Abel are heroes because one is a crybaby, the other one is like super angry and pissed off all the time. Um, and that's when the fight starts. So I forgot about that backstory. Sorry. Um, so as the fight is going on, they're just punching the shit out of him. Well, Adam is punching the shit out of him. Uh, his, he starts bleeding from his eyes, from his ears, and everybody knows it's bad, to the point where he hits Zeus in the face, and some of Zeus's blood hits him in the eye. And as that happens, he kind of becomes blinded. He can't see anymore. His ability isn't working. So Zeus just starts wailing on him. Um, but he's able to block the attacks. And as he blocks the attacks, um, Zeus is able to land one final hit. And at this point, uh, Adam's wine glass starts overfilling. That's right. Like, okay. Uh-huh. You know, it's over. Zeus is going to win this fight. As he does this overhand smash, we think it's done, but Adam's like, got you. And he grabs Zeus by the hair. Um, and because he can't read his moves anymore, he has to grab him and essentially starts wailing on him. So there's this crazy scene of them just beating the shit out of each other while holding each other's hair with one arm. It was yes. fantastic to watch. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> truly was. Just wailing and wailing and wailing, and then out of nowhere, Zeus walks backwards. He falls down to one knee. Uh, his ability is gone. Um... And we think that Adam is one because Adam is standing there. Um, but Zeus turns to him and he says, this fight is over. Um, even though I hit the ground, I did it essentially second. Because Adam was dead. <laughs> yeah, he literally died punching Zeus and he died standing. Mm-hmm. Um and he was essentially just frozen like that. Um, and Zeus tells him that he died well before I hit the ground. Um, so it sucks. But Adam did die. Um, another Valkyrie died. They shatter. Zeus is completely beat up. Um, and it's another loss for the humans. That's right, though. <laughs> Best fight so far. <laughs> So good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a good fight. Um, but yet, we continue on to the third one. Like, right off the bat, we go on to the third fight. Um, mm-hmm. 
the Valkyrie is pissed off and she's just munching away on everything she can. Um, she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know what the next who who to put up next. Yeah, I think um, this was the time where she started looking at the list. Uh, yeah, she started looking at the list, and an old guy comes in and picks himself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "The fuck are you?" Um, and there's a Valkyrie there, and this Valkyrie is a unique Valkyrie because she has a split personality. Yeah, um, she's happy once, and then the other personality, she's super angry and evil. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so this guy comes in and he's a samurai. Um, and she's like, who the hell are you? And she, and he's like, let me do this fight. I can do this. And they're like, okay. Cause, uh, he knocks over a glass of milk, right? Yep. And he's able to catch it with his sword and recollect all the milk as it's pouring out and drinks it. He's like, holy shit. Maybe this guy is good. So, this is the third fight, and the third fight is the samurai versus Poseidon. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Poseidon is the most terrifying god of them all. Um, even Zeus is kind of afraid of him, um, and they believe that Poseidon is actually more powerful than Zeus. Um, the only reason Zeus is the leader is because Poseidon is very true to the standings, I guess. Um, yeah. And he follows that. And we find out more why that is. But this is the fight that's happening. So Poseidon is coming into the arena. Everybody's terrified. Nobody's cheering. Nobody's happy because they're all afraid of him because he will kill you just for saying the wrong word to him. Yep. Um, and the arena now is filled with water on this tiny little podium thing um the samurai comes in on a boat and when they announce his name and i forget what his name is yeah i forget to which i'm sorry about um everybody's in shock because they know who he is and he is the worst samurai ever because he never won a fight they called Mm -hmm. him the loser samurai (laughs) yeah Yeah. he never won a single fight um, and there's all these famous samurai there, and like, why wasn't my dad chosen? One of the kid is, kids are there, and he's yeah. there, the samurai. Um, all these master samurais are there, and they don't know why he's been chosen. Uh, so they're kind of irritated. But um, they announce him, and then he pulls out his sword, and he hits the ground, and it creates this shockwave that nobody can really understand. And as this happens, that's when all these other samurais are like, holy shit, is that what we think it was? Um, And they realize at that point that this is probably their best chance. uh, Because he did whatever the hell he did. Nobody really understands. Um, Ares is still there because Zeus is recovering in a hospital bed (laughs) from getting his ass handed to him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... He, he, yeah, so essentially he stopped all the ripples in the water. The water was still uh, at that point. That's where they're like, holy shit. And Ares didn't know exactly what was going on. Um, so the fight begins, and both of them yeah. are just standing there staring at each other. And again, I thought, okay, another standstill. Like, how many times <laughs> are you going to do this in the match? But then we realized this one actually made sense. Yeah, there was because... a purpose why. 
at first we see uh, the samurai, he runs up and he tries to attack Poseidon, and then he just gets one shot, just skewered right away. And I was like, well, yeah. that was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it comes back to the to the fight, where he's just standing there staring at him. And what he's doing is he's essentially having the fight in his mind against Poseidon. Uh, and trying to find any way he can actually hit him. Because, and Poseidon has every move guarded against. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sits down and essentially baits Poseidon into attacking him first. Um, which Poseidon does. Um, and he's able to counter and dodge it. And everybody's like, holy shit. How did he do that? Um, is that what happened, or did the samurai? No, the samurai attacked first. My bad. No, the samurai attacked first. Um, he got up. He did this jumping attack where he was gonna slam his sword down, but because the momentum is so strong in that attack, nobody really has a counter for it. It's like a one-shot move. But what he's been able to do is because he's been training for so long, he does the move and he's able to turn the sword and do an upward strike. Uh, going yeah. against momentum, which should be impossible, um, but is able to do it. And as he does it, he's able to cut some of Poseidon's hair. Well, Poseidon's able to dodge the attack. And everybody's like, what the shit just happened? You know? And I believe that's when Poseidon counterattacks, but he's able to get away from him. Um, and this is where we find out. Um, what his ability is because Poseidon goes on the offensive and he's doing these crazy fast spear attacks with his trident and the samurai is dodging everything like left and right nothing can hit him and we find out what his ability is and his ability is essentially to predict everybody's move um nothing can hurt him essentially um but Poseidon is attacking so fast that it's getting a lot harder for him to predict the move. So he goes on the offensive as he's blocking the moves. He's able to believe that Poseidon's going to appear at one position uh, before he can get there. So he predicts that this is where Poseidon's going to be. He goes in to attack him. Poseidon, as he cuts him, all of a sudden Poseidon's not there. He appears behind him. And he tells him, did you think it was going to be that easy? Um... And I believe he gets away from them. They're standing pretty far apart, and Poseidon does one of his moves, one of his special moves, where he charges at the samurai, and he charges at him so fast that he isn't able to block the attack fast because he, he knew the attack, but he didn't realize how much faster the attack was than what he predicted. The move was a lot faster. So he gets hit on the side, and he's injured. Um, and I believe it's here where we kind of get a backstory of Poseidon. Um, and we find out that Poseidon actually killed another Greek god, and this yep. Greek god was called Adama, the move that Zeus uses. Um, mm-hmm. and nobody really knows about this because it's been erased from their history, it's essentially just a rumor. Uh, and in this backstory, we find out that Adama was actually Hades. Um, and Kronos 
was going to give the reins to Hades to rule, or Adama in this case, um, before Zeus killed Kronos and took the throne from him. Uh, so Adama tried to convince a bunch of gods and a bunch of Greek gods to join him and essentially overthrow Zeus. And he's sitting there with Poseidon at a table and he's asking him to join him and all that. Poseidon essentially just makes fun of him and tells him he's an idiot. <laughs> Adama gets pissed and with his scythe attacks Poseidon, but Poseidon strikes him so fast with the spear that he kills him in one hit and essentially discards him and demands that he be erased from history, which they did. They literally removed Adama from plaques and history, so everybody, nobody really knows if it's true. Um, so he's kind of terrifying. Uh, but with the samurai Nile injured, he is able to attack uh, the samurai with like this insane move where he just thrusts a bunch of thrusts at him so fast that it should destroy everybody. And the samurai, he imagines that he's drowning in the water. And we get his backstory. And in his backstory, we find out why he's considered the, the, the loser samurai. Um, and it's because of his training. He trains, uh, he challenges somebody, he loses to them. But because of his mental prowess, he fights them in his mind. Um, and he fights and fights and fights until he wins that fight. And then he goes, I think, again to challenge them. Um, well, no, he doesn't challenge them again. Essentially, that's how he wins. He goes to the actual fight and he loses all the time. And he learns these abilities that these opponents use against him. And then he trains in his mind against them. So he's constantly just challenging masters and historical samurais, uh, badass samurais left and right. But he always loses. And he loses, and then he learns from them. Uh, and that's literally what his whole spiel is, until he eventually disappeared. Um, and then we find out he reappeared when he fought a samurai named Masamune, I believe it is, Muromasa. Yeah. Um and he's the guy who's been in the background, he's got a big X on his on his forehead. Uh-huh. Um, and they fought. But we don't really know what happened in that fight until a little bit later. So he's able to get out of this move. And as he's going to attack Poseidon, Poseidon destroys his sword. Uh, breaking it in half. And we think, hey, the samurai is done for. He's finished. Because the sword is also Valkyrie. Uh, but he goes over and he picks up the second piece of the sword. Um, and this is where we get the flashback with this other samurai. Um, they fought. This other samurai used two swords. Um, and when they fought... He knew that this was going to be his last fight. There is no coming back from this one. He he was not able to admit defeat. He admitted defeat to all the other samurais. He's like, I surrender. Um, and he knew this last fight in his real life was going to be the last one. 
Um, so there was no surrender. So he went on the full out attack and he was killed. And he said this is the greatest fight he'd ever had. But he was able to maim him, giving him that big X on his forehead. Um, so he picks up the other sword, or the, the he has the, the hilted sword that's broken, and he picks up the blade that's been shattered. And then he uses those two to essentially transform the said the broken sword into another sword. Wow. And it's he splits the, the Valkyrie's personality into each weapon. So he's able to have two weapons now. And foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> well, remember the Valkyrie go, has split personality, therefore the swords yes. Are split. Yes, yes, yes. Very good, man. Very good. Um, and now he goes in to use his ultimate attack. And his ultimate attack is essentially to use everybody's, everybody that he's fought. He uses their ultimate skill mm-hmm. to attack Poseidon. Whether it's some tiger skill that he learned that gives him super fast reflexes, uh, the, power, the, the skill of a rabbit, and so on and so forth. Um, he goes in at Poseidon. Poseidon's trying to kill him. He's dodging every single attack, everything. He gets close to Poseidon, and he cuts off his arm, the, his trident arm. So Poseidon grabs his cut-off arm that's holding the trident with his other arm, and he tries to attack him again. Um, he cuts off that arm. Poseidon then grabs this trident with his mouth. <laughs> and he tries to go in and kill him. And that's when he essentially kills him. And it's yeah. the coolest kill, I think, in the whole fight. Because he mm-hmm. cuts him with, like an X. And Poseidon essentially... He calls him a filthy something. He just calls him filth because he hates him. He hates anybody who's not a god. And, you know, he falls over in essentially a triangle. And, you know, his upper torso gets cut up. Uh, his right shoulder area, his left shoulder area all come apart. And he, he kills him. He kills yeah. Poseidon, the most feared god. Um, and gives the humans their first win. And everybody's like terrified. Like, what the hell just happened? A god just mm-hmm. died. Um, and he's all hurt and beat up. And the Valkyrie takes back her human form and kind of carries him. Like, hey, don't die because, you know, I'm going to fucking die if you die. Uh-huh. Um, so the loser samurai gets his first win. And it's a win against the god, essentially saving humanity in a way. Yeah. Thanks, um, loser samurai. And I, what was that? Thanks, loser samurai. Thanks, loser samurai. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and Google um, says his name is Kojiro. Kojiro. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Kojiro Sasaki? I... Sakai? Might be, but I just see Kojiro, yeah. so I don't know. Okay. Don't know yeah, if it's... We'll keep it ahead. Kojiro. Uh, Kojiro Sasa- um, Sasaki? S-A- yeah, there it is. S-A-K-I. Nice. His weapon is the Mono Hosu Shail. I probably butchered that completely. A two-handed no no dashi granted by wrist. Nice. There you go. Thank you. 
Um, so yeah. Um, so the gods now need to rethink their strategy. Zeus um, is sitting again with Shiva and I actually don't remember this conversation. Loki's there as well. Um, but it's kind of a terrifying conversation because Zeus is essentially telling them the humans... It's kind of like a double thing. He's very happy that the humans are fighting and that they're winning, yeah. that they won this fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but during this whole sequence, we also find out that the Valkyrie is having secret conversations with Hermes. Hermes. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what these conversations are about. Um, so the next fight's about to begin. Right off, we're going on to the next fight. And I'm really angry because we don't get to see this next fight. Yes, I wanted to see this. So this is the thing I hate with certain animes and these fucking cliffhangers. Because this, is, this was not supposed to be a cliffhanger moment. No. Not even no. close. So God our next it. fight is Jack the Ripper versus <sighs> Hercules. Now Hercules, not a god, but a yes. demigod. Mm-hmm. Uh, but reached the status of god, uh, and given the status of god by Zeus, from what I'm understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hercules versus Jack the Ripper. Uh, and of oh, course, boy. everybody's angry. Why is a serial killer, you know, defending humanity? Um, and the setting that they're fighting in is historical London. <laughs> 1889 London. Um, and that's where it ends. Literally, right as the fight begins, the announcer says fight. The episode ends, the season ends, and that's all we get. Yeah. Very upset about that. Not expecting it to end like that. Um, yeah, that's essentially the whole anime. Um, let me just get my thing out of the way quickly. Um, before guess, you, um, yes. before you, before think, you wrap up, I feel like my comments did that happen? Sorry, okay. Oh, sorry, but before you before you wrap up, did that happen to catch any other other warriors' names? Because there was a point where the Valkyrie was looking and she was on her phone. And they release the other fighters' names before I think this. I think before the second fight started. I the only one that popped in my head was Jack the Ripper. To be honest with you, I didn't really see everybody else. Yeah, I know they, Odin, they Odin's name was yeah. there, so Odin will fight. But when I don't know. Yeah, because they did it moved so fast. I was trying to like read it quickly, pause it, but it, it was moving too fast. So I didn't. I didn't get to see any other names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack the Ripper caught my eye right away, and Odin yeah. caught my eye. Yeah, and then yeah. I did see Zeus there, but it didn't matter because he was in the second fight. Yeah. So we know Shiva and Zeus, Shiva and Odin are still left to fight. Oh. Um, uh-huh. So. Oh, here we go. I think I found it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. spoilers! We're not there yet. <laughs> the list of fires. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um if this is true, supposedly um Hercules wasn't even on the fire list if this is true. Yeah, um, now I just remembered that was the conversation. Uh Shiva was supposed to fight again. And yeah. Zeus was like, uh 
a Greek god was killed, and a Greek god has to avenge him. And that's why he threw Hercules in instead of Shiva. Yeah. Again. Okay, oh, yeah, I... yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is the list. If it's uh, Supposedly, this is the list. For the gods, it's Zeus, Buddha, Loki, Apollo, Poseidon, Susano no Mikoto, for Pisamaton, Anubis, Odin, Beelzebub, and Shiva. Ooh, Anubis, that should be good. Anubis, yeah. Anubis, yeah, that 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 should be good. Um, for humans, it's supposed to be Quin Shun, Quin Hong, King Leonidas, uh, Nikola Tesla, Sasuke Kujaro, Raiden Taimayamon, Adam, Gregory Rasputin, Lubu, yes, Okito Suji, Michael Nostromedus, Simo Hayaha. Sakata Kintoki and Jack the Ripper. Rasputin, I'm excited to see this. Give me, <laughs> give me the Mad Monk. <laughs> uh. So yeah, that's that's the list. Interesting. Yeah, I guess we'll see who shows up and who doesn't, since they can switch out whoever they want now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so my little quick spiel here. Um, like I said, a love-hate relationship. I loved the aesthetic of this anime. Um, I think what this anime does incredibly well is the foreshadowing. <laughs> and building the anticipation of everything. Like, literally everything. Not just the people who are about to fight, but building the anticipation of every move that's about to happen. Um... I think it does a fantastic job of showing just how powerful these characters are and the moves that they're doing. Um, I love the, terif- the, the terrifying nature of Zeus, especially. I mentioned it's like he's just the scary dude. Like he acts all pervy and shit, but he's terrifying. Everybody's terrified of him. And they do a great job of showing it. And he does it in the nicest way, but he also has that look like laugh or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> um, the thing that I didn't like, um, I didn't like the first fight with Wubu and Thor. Um, and thankfully, in my opinion, it got better. Uh, the reason I didn't like it was essentially it was one move attack and then a bunch of talking and a flashback. Then another move, a bunch of talking and a flashback. There wasn't any actual attack, 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 back and forth like there was with uh, Sasaki and Poseidon or even Adam and Zeus. Um, it was just attack, stand there for a little bit, attack, stand there for a little bit, and moving on. Um, I hope the fights get a lot better um, because I think they should be a lot better because it's great to watch these characters. Um, obviously, it reminds me a lot of the Fate series where you have historical figures fighting each other. Um, but yeah um, other than that um, I love the music I love the narrator when he does the flashbacks yeah thanks um, Dr. Doom I love Dr. Doom <laughs> I, I think the animation style is really cool the character designs are really cool Like, I never thought they'd create Thor with red hair like that and 
looking like a freaking Genshin Impact Husbando character, essentially. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my spiel. Um, uh, I would personally rate it. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Um, Alfonso, thoughts? I agree with everything you said. Uh, first fight, yeah, it, it was just a lot of dodging in one single, you know, like, final, like, their final blow attack. Um, fair fight was the second one, just because I, I always wanted to see what Adam would do, because we know his story against, you know, the gods, and I got that. Um, music was great, animation was great. Um, I'm, I'm curious about the other fighters. Like, I'm still mad that we didn't get to see Jack fight. That, that still pissed me off. But out of everything, the most best thing about this anime was Athena's breasts. Her breasts are so huge yeah, that best. you have statues holding them. I want that <laughs> job. I want that job. <laughs> and it's because of that, it gets a 10 dollars. Seriously. If it was only for that, it would have got a 10. But as me, like you, Gary, is the 8.5. Yeah, that was good. They're just holding her breast. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I, I thought a lot of the fighting took a bit too long, especially the first fight. I love Blue Boo, but it was really badly placed. The, the The second and third fight made up for it, but the first fight was so badly pla- so badly paced that I kind of really got disappointed with what I was seeing because I love Blue Boo. Mm. And I'd be honest, I wish Lubu had won that fight. And that's a bit biased, but that's just me. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt like Lubu was on the offensive far more than Thor did. If I gave that win to anyone, it would have been Lubu for actually doing stuff. Um, <laughs> and it was a, a more of an entertaining fight. But that's just me, biased here. Um, so... I would have given it a lower score, but you did just remind me of Aphrodite's boobs. So, <laughs> I'm going to have to give it a 6.5. I'm really sad that she's not one of the fighters. I want to see Yes, oh my god. <laughs> see it jiggle all over the arena? Ah. Oh, the big classic. She'll just suffocate you with her breasts. <laughs> so she'll win. The, the, the opponent's just right their thumbs up. Going, this is fine. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, 6.5. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. The, the, that's, what, again, one of the things I enjoyed is you never really knew who was going to win mm-hmm. because of the moves they were using. Um, and it was great because like, they do a move and you're like, oh, that's over. And then out of nowhere, they come back and they counterattack. And he's like, holy shit, who's going to win these fights? And that's, like I said, one of the things that I really enjoyed about it. Like who's gonna yeah. win the fight? So yeah, because there are times where I was like, okay, oh, Lu Bu might actually win this. This is great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Record of Ragnarok. That better get a second season because that's a Netflix anime, and we all know. Yeah. Summer yeah. twenty twenty. Netflix is where anime goes to die. So <laughs> they dare cut this anime and don't see me Jack fight. Oh, there's gonna be problems. <laughs> I mean, you could read the manga. Oh, bad. True, but it's not the same. It's not the same. I want to see anime form. Like, 
Yeah, no, I, I don't want to see words. If need be, there yeah. is the manga. But supposedly, from why I googled, it's summer 2022 that it supposedly comes back. If it comes it, back, it better come back. It needs to come back. Yeah, it's a it long does. time, but shit. The way they ended it, it was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you don't just end shit like that. It's like they ended it because of COVID. Like, you watch a TV show and it ends because COVID happened. It like stops in the middle of a fucking season. That's what it felt like. <laughs> oh. Mighty Ben, what <laughs> show am I going to be confused with my sexuality watching? Ah, well, I decided to <laughs> click on the romance instead. Oh, oh this, what, this fits perfectly, actually. I don't know if we've done this before. Um, you know what? This goes with the theme. With because I've been watching Lucifer this week as well. Remember that that show? Yeah, love that yeah. show. So I'm I I've watched it on season one to three on Amazon, but then Netflix had the rest of the seasons, and I refused to get Netflix. But I wanted <laughs> to watch more of it, so I've decided to get Netflix so I can watch the rest of it. I wanted to go back and watch the first three seasons because it's been so long, but now Amazon's like pay money. But anyway. Oh, no. Well, Netflix has all of them because it's a Netflix no. show now. They bought the rights to it. And yeah, season four, five, and six here. Oh, that sucks, dude. We have all of them because they bought the rights to that show. Yeah, so if I... Okay, where's it? Oh, never mind. I can't have that episode. <laughs> that's it. I picked that one thinking that's cool. That fits the theme, but no. No, because it's season zero. It doesn't even have a season. Let's see if this works. Um... This a, why are all the ones I why when I click something that's not fan service, do I have trouble? Okay, let's see. If, yeah, this is why this only has three of the episodes. Okay, we're just going to go to fan service. That seems to work for me. <laughs> okay, fan service. Let's see what pops up on this one. Oh, here we go. This works. This fits the theme as well. Valkyrie Drive. Mermaid. God damn it, Ben. <laughs> God, God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> After Mermaid, Mamori is transferred to a remote island. She is attacked and eventually saved by another transfer named Miri. It's a lesbian anime. Perfect. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> the other anime I was going to pick it. was... Um, one second. I was looking at romance, right? Um, and it was like, what is it? Romance. So I'm bad at remembering words. Come on, website. By the way, I don't know why I use Funimation. I like the fact that I can look at fan service, but I hate their website for everything else. Um, the day I became God, I thought it would be a good. But it, when I clicked it, there's zero seasons. So, thanks, video game. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's my choice. Okay. Oh, God, this girl looks like she's 12, dude. What do you do? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Alrighty. I mean, the other mermaid doesn't, so... <laughs> But I don't know that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Ben, where can people reach you in shout outs? 
Uh, you can reach me at MG underscore Chili on Twitter. Go check me out. Um, shout out to Gary and Alfonso as always. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alfonso. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Gary, for having me on. Shout out to all the listeners, to all the followers. Um, I hope Ragnarok gets a sick of season because I want to see Jack fight. Curious, especially knowing that they give him the advantage in his hometown. So, yeah, that's that's going to be very interesting. Um, you follow me on Twitter at AliChen7. All right, you can reach me at Gagos. It's J-G-L-A-U-S-H on Twitter. And shout out to you guys, as always. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for being awesome co-hosts. And thank you to the listeners. We're out. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.